for, for the most part, I mean, my life, pretty ordinary life, not um, riddled with a lot of health concerns um, or major, major financial issues like you heard from the Isons last week. So I did name my, um, my testimony today, Finding God in the Ordinary. And I just wanted to um, open up first with a Bible verse that I find a tremendous amount of confidence and strength in. Oh, look, okay, so the pictures are up there, and it looks like they're coming okay. They're just rotating, and um, I guess they, they don't make me look any skinnier, do they? Um, <laughs> so first of all, um, Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Um, well, Paul introduced me. My name is Paula Herman. I'm a mom of four. I have um, two kids that are in college, and I have two kids that are still at home. Um, I'm a wife to Eric there who's recording. Hello. And um, raised in a Christian home. I was born, baptized, confirmed in the Lutheran Church. And we've been here at Harbor Rock um, maybe two months into it being a church. I think it was um, January 2011. Um, <clears throat> Back in 2002, that was the year Christiane was born. A little bit later in the year, I found myself in what would seem to be the prime of my life. Um, and really, quite on top of the world. Married to Eric, hottie boy, three beautiful daughters, a new home and a distinguished community, a new loaded minivan, um, great job with a popular magazine. I was earning a great income. Um, I had an awesome social life. We were going on vacations. And really kind of appearing like I was able to juggle it all. Um, and, and, you know, really it seemed like it was all good. And, and sure, I was proud of those accomplishments. Um, yet I really still felt like there was something missing. Um, and I really was not complete. Um, that fall, Eric was down working at his sister's home in Illinois. And I just found myself on my knees, just crying out, you know, Jesus, Jesus, just, just kind of help me through this. And I would kind of just call that experience that like my born again experience. Um, all right, so we're changing props here. Uh, soon after that, I actually became a, a Catholic. Um, I had a lot of support and influence from a lot of my Catholic friends. Eric's mom was, was a very strong, um, I guess, somebody to really look up to, um, the way she lived her life and the way she loved the Lord. Um, it was an interesting free phase of growing closer to, to the Lord. It was a short and purposeful journey, and I followed where I knew the Lord was leading me. Um, then I went on to Grace Church and finally here over to Harbor Rock. Um, in September of 2012, I made another public profession of my faith and dedication to the Lord with my adult baptism. I think you can see me. There we go. Look at Paul back there. He's like, that was kind of a long speech I gave there. Um, <laughs> um, I think I looked pretty good as a faithful Christian to most, and I probably patted myself on the back a few times, but yet there was still a lot of growing to come. Um, fast forward. Um, Many of you know that I lost my dad in 2016 after a year-long battle with lymphoma. He had heart disease. He had lung disease. He had so much going on. Um, I documented his journey and probably more like a journey in my faith through this crisis with uh, a Facebook, Facebook group page. There's a little post from there. 
That, that worked out beautifully. God choreographs things very well. Um, I called that group a miracle, hashtag a miracle for dad. And really I posted updates for family and friends that were part of that group. Um, and, uh, you know, really kind of poured my heart out there to the Lord. Um, I posted updates in the hospital, the celebrations and the setbacks we had. Then when we were in the rehab facility, celebrations and setbacks, they just seemed to cycle back and forth. Then finally, um, my dad came home with my mom and then finally to his heavenly home. Um, we poured prayers out there um, and asked for many prayers from others as well. Uh, we saw so many answers to prayers, so many miracles. You would not believe that the Lord had imparted on my dad during this journey. He would, we would pray over my dad. Honestly, I, I didn't, he couldn't even eat food. Um, he couldn't even say one word that I would write on the board for him to say. And we circled over him and prayed over him. And, and just like that, my dad looked renewed in bed. It was, it was truly a miracle from God. Um, I can think of at least three, four really strong miracles that would turn any believe, unbeliever into a believer, having witnessed what we did. The greatest miracle of all was really seeing my dad finally see our father, um, God, call him home. Uh, my siblings, two of my children, uh, my mom and other family members really, we saw my dad actually, his, his soul depart and go to the Lord. Um, his weak air grasping, air gasping body lifted off the pillow and eyes were, were white, bright white. Um, his body and soul just lifted up to the Lord. It was unbelievable. I was heartbroken and yet it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Um, God gave me so much strength through his passing, enough so that I was able to actually speak at my dad's funeral. And I'm the kind of gal who sobs watching a funeral on TV, so um, that was kind of really amazing and another miracle that God imparted on me. Um, in 2016 and 2017, I would find myself reinventing myself. Um, for any of those that follow me on Facebook or my friends on Facebook, you know, I'm kind of out there. Um, I'm a bit better of a writer, I think, than a speaker. Um, so there was hashtag chicken lady, and of course the more recent hashtag furniture lady, all while running my own business. More importantly, I think identifying myself as a disciple of Christ. Um, I picked up my first Ross Rhodes prayer book and started formally jotting down my prayers on November 2nd of 2016. Um, I'll show you what those look like. prayer books, you guys. Um, prayers, prayers, book two, more prayers, prayers. The highlighted ones are the ones that have been, like, answered. So there's a lot of unanswered, ongoing prayers going on there, so it's all in God's timing. Um, anyways, so I note down here uh, my response dates from him. Um, spinning my wheels as a mom, wife, daughter, co-worker, business owner, I was soon and ready to turn over ownership of my seven-year reign as the founder and the owner of Just Dad Kids. As God had answered my prayers as to new, new owners of Just Dad Kids and move on into my encore years, the load was going to be lifted soon and I could finally slow down things. That was, that was in 2016 and 2017. Um, but then God had a different plan and I had my stroke. 
Just when you think you have it all under control, you realize you absolutely have no control. Here I am. And I'm not skinny in that picture either. It should have stretched me out the other way. <laughs> um, the Lord controls it all. For those that know me and watch my posts on Facebook, you know that I look to that hospital stay as a total blessing. A complete time of nearness to the Lord. I spent five days in the hospital. He decided to slow me down. He kept me put up there for a week. He put me in the best corner room on the fifth floor of St. Francis Hospital. It was quiet. I had a beautiful eastern view of the sun coming up. And then I had a southern view. I could watch all the planes land at the airport. It was quite amazing. Um, and that sun, that sun, every day it was sunny there. I mean, it's like, okay, I'm just tanning my legs in my bed. It was wonderful. Um, they're the most amazing staff ever. I, honestly, how, how more could a gal be blessed, right? Look at that. Um, I survived, and there was purpose in that. Um, just kind of getting back to the Ross Rhodes prayer books, I had just started book three, and one year later, I'm, I'm on book four. Uh, two weeks ago, when Karen and Lee gave their testimony, I just was like overwhelmed with the struggles that they encountered. Um, I mean, ours, yes, health struggles, yes, financial struggles. I mean, running your own business, having my husband run his own business, it, we never, we didn't typically know what was coming in all the time. Um, when Paul had a sermon last week, of course, as I mentioned, it spoke to me, as always. He spoke about the men that brought their paralyzed friend to Jesus, hoping that he would heal them, and the obstacles that they faced trying to reach Jesus in Peter's crowded house. In Capernaum, Pastor Paul discussed the four reactions that that occur when we are confronted by obstacles. And so, um, actually, you know, I take notes every week, and uh, I'm like, well, I'm going to be doing this testimony, and this is what inspired me. So, I'm just going to go back and take some more notes. Hopefully, that's something I didn't finish. But um, oh my goodness, the notes—you can unpack so much out of a message the second, third, fourth time. Um, so I'd encourage you, if you, if you listened to last week's message here, and listen to it again, there's so much in there that I even missed the first time, and I was really, really, really listening. Um, anyways, the four reactions that occur when we're confronted by obstacles, we can be, um, bitter and angry, we can give up, we can defer the opportunity, and we can move forward in faith. And I chose the fourth, to move forward in faith. And Pastor Paul went on to teach us three truths that the Lord is trying to teach us with that story and moving forward in faith. Um, number one is that Jesus is, is the only answer to our problems. There's not one problem that does not fall under going to the Lord with that problem, big and small. He is all we need. Number two, when you get close to the Lord, nothing will stop you. Number three, the Lord blesses and rewards faith. This is the point where I really realized it was time to share my story because it is pretty ordinary. Um, let's talk about number one person, personally as it relates to me. Um, Jesus is the only answer to our problems. I prayed and I pray for everything. I've seen and I see answers to so many prayers. Even uh, my second noted prayer on here continued health and protection of family. So I get a stroke. 
right? It's an answer to a prayer. It's not necessarily the one that I was expecting or wanted, yet it came with a purpose. He was and is calling me closer to him, having experienced that. Protect my family. So far, so good. Thank you, Jesus, and please, Lord, keep it that way. Um, my first prayer listed on here is help me with time productivity. Um, I'm a bit time challenged. I'm late for church almost religiously every week. Uh, Pastor mentioned last week and on previous occasions calling out to us latecomers. I'm totally convicted. Please know I'm in prayer about it. And this morning, as I mentioned, I was five minutes early. Yay. <laughs> Um, I've also listed in and pray, Lord, help make my path clear work-wise, uh, sustain and bless me with good customers and business. Pretty ordinary, right? Um, I po posted that down when I was working my Just Add Kids business and um, uh, in my Steinhoffel's work uh, as a salesperson. Um, I've also posted in there uh, positive and rebuild of work relationships. Um, starting new in a, in, a, in a company in September of 2016, um, you know, I just really wanted to have a good relationship with my coworkers and um, soon enough there was some conflict there so I would post every uh, conflict that I had there and pray about it. Um, I have prayed specifically for the needs of some of my coworkers as well. While I was on fire and at the top of my game as hashtag furniture lady at Steinhoffel's for about nine months, things started to fall apart. The last six months were an indication that God wanted me to move on. Three months into the hard times, I prayed deliver me from my bondage. Bondage to my mistakes I was making at work. Bondage with my coworker challenges. Bondage from an organization that wasn't hearing its employees. Um, I prayed Deuteronomy 7.22. I can't believe I'm even crying at this point. I should have been crying about my dad, right? Um, uh, Deuteronomy 7.22 promised me, promised me, and I read and prayed, quote, and the Lord your God will clear out those nations before you. Little by little, you may not consume them quickly, lest the beasts of the field increase among you. I knew he'd deliver me because I had hashtag trust. Um, I would never thought in the wildest of dreams, yet thankfully I can discern and hear him answer my prayer in many different ways. So I'm going with it. I had an interview by fire, and bam, I'm a new employee at Built Right Furniture. I'm starting this Thursday. I quit my job at Steinhoffel's, and... I'll be embarking on a new entrepreneurial um, venture once again. Um, my new schedule and setting will allow for this new venture. God clearly told me and my bosses, and I told my bosses at Steinhoffel's when they asked me um, why I was leaving, it's just time for me to go. And that's the best answer I could come up with. Um, in the midst of all that, I prayed for wisdom, not only for my work situation, yet some parenting situation. And God supplies me with that wisdom. He confirms my decisions by bringing owls into my life, believe it or not. When I pray for, for wisdom, God has brought me owls. I have a little hoo-hoo in my yard. I got a little, little uh, go-away little prize from a, from a baby shower. It was a little owl. And um, I look at those as signs from the Lord. Um, 
I'd love to have a conversation and share how the Lord answers prayer, whether that be a sign or that small voice inside, something I read, or how a new situation or opportunity presents itself. I'm so blessed to be able to hear, see, and discern those answers. I've highlighted firmly my answered prayers, and many are ongoing, yet, and how's this one? I've been praying for our church's direction in serving our community, and I posted that on 1128 of, of 2016. Then I posted the answers on 414 of 27 when it was announced that we'd be buying this building. Uh, 2013, 17, when Tony Yako announced Operation Fruitcake. Um, I've also noted a special 11, 8, 17 bi women's Bible study that we had, and 11:26 when we had some new visitors making their testimonies as a result of that neighborhood gift bag distribution. And just really, I just love the way the Lord answers those prayers. Maybe it's not right away. As you can see, there's still a lot of unanswered prayers going on here. Um, but it's always in his time. And he's once again saying, it's, it's, it's time now, go time, for this church, I believe. Um, one thing that came to me as I was writing this down, I really haven't put in here, and I've been always kind of trying to figure out where I fit in here. Um, so I really need to pray, pray and put it in my prayer to really find my place here in the church. Um, so if you want to pray for me about that, that would be great. Um, and then there's this one other post that I have in here really early on, and you can see it's highlighted, and so that means it was answered. Um, and I've posted that down on 11-11 of 2016 that I wanted a family vacation, and I put in, in parentheses, Arizona, Grand Canyon. Um, finally, the opportunity presents itself with a break between my job at Steinhoffel's and my job at, at Biltright. Got a killer flight rate, and my daughter Gabby, um, my, one of my college girls, being able to uh, accompany me. Um, and I finally get to see the Grand Canyon. I felt like the Lord was calling me out there. It was a pilgrimage of sorts. And finally, he's telling me now it's the time. Um, Gabby and I were there this past Thursday. Um, and it really, I don't know, you see the picture rotating in there. Um, just trying to really wrap my head around God's creation. There you go. It almost looks to me like I'm standing in front of like a green screen. Every picture I see, it doesn't look real to me. But it's amazing. If you haven't been there, take the opportunity to go there if you get it. Um, I relish every second of the opportunity he gave me. And that brings us back to number three um, of the truths that, that Paul was trying to share with us last week. The Lord blesses and rewards our faith, and I am so grateful. I find it interesting that with my journey and my experience to the Grand Canyon, that I can actually reflect that you can come into the presence of the Lord anywhere. I find him in all situations, big and small. In the grandeur of uh, his ginormous creation, the Grand Canyon, and equally in my bathrobe, sitting on the sofa, sitting, sipping my coffee, and just bundled up. Um, finally, the Lord is trying to teach us this truth. And that was number two of the truths that Paul mentioned. When you get close to the Lord, nothing will stop you. Be bold, confident, persevere, trust in the Lord, and do not be deterred by circumstance. He will bless and he will reward. He is calling us to that faith. I hope you see that in, that in this testimony. 